Hey, this is Garrett from Prism Tats. Hey, it's Dylan Rao from Bare Hands. You're listening to the Garage Rock Show podcast at thegaragerockshow.com. It is the Garage once again on your Friday for you guys, recapping the world in rock as well as uh, just everything else going on in the world. Uh, Chris here, special guest Charles again. What's up, man? Cinnamon sticks. Cinnamon <laughs> sticks. Sergio, what's going on, man? <laughs> what's up, man? <laughs> And uh, Dahlia, of course. What's up, Garage Rock Show listeners? I can't follow up with that. Cinnamon sticks. <laughs> yeah, I know that was pretty, uh, pretty clever. Cinnamon sticks. I'll think of something more clever great, next time as that's an a intro. Great scene. That is a great thing. It's a great scene. All right, so the big news this week: Aftershock. Yeah. Aftershock being announced, of course. Aftershock, October thirteenth and fourteenth in Sacramento this year. Uh, System of a Down. Part of a huge, huge. I got one lineup. word, but you got to say it twice. What's that? Guess who Aftershock is. McGinnit. McGinnit. McGinnit, McGinnit. McGinnit, McGinnit. Inside joke. All right, moving on to the uh, lineup. <laughs> Check it out, guys. I have it up on the screen there. Nice. Uh, system of Down headlining. Deftones. Ooh, Deftones. Incubus. Incubus. Godsmack. lineup. I can't wait to see Bullet for my Valentine because the yeah. last time we went, we had to leave for a friend's wedding on that weekend, and right. then Charles got to see them yeah. and take a video. Push it back! Push oh, yeah. it back! Oh, push it back! Push it back! <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was fantastic. That's gonna be great. So I'll get to check that out this time. I'm, I'm, I'm checking out after driving. Oh me! Oh me too. Yeah. No, that was yeah. bring me the horizon. Oh, it was. It was bring me the horizon. I'm sorry. It my was. bad. It was. Bullet for my down. Valentine. They're uh, they're from Europe as well though, and they hardly ever tour the states. So that's gonna oh. that is gonna be still a pretty awesome show. Right. So gonna be two surges in the building that day. <laughs> oh, nice, a power surge. <laughs> Absolutely. And an Armenian surge. <laughs> that's all, all right. I got. Uh, so <laughs> that kind of leads into That's System right. of a Down. We were talking about basically uh, uh, off the air that uh, System of a Down, uh, they're not doing any new music right now. Uh, System of a Down, you know, uh, uh, the, they last released new music in 2005 wow. when, when it issued the Mesmerize and Hypnotize LPs. Yes. I had no idea it had been that long. Yes, so, but I heard they were taking a break from those two albums. Years, That's guys. crazy. 13 years. That's like tool status right there. That's like That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. They're giving like a tool to run for their money with the years between albums. 13 years they without. they out though, I don't know. Yeah. Well, they were doing a lot of side projects too. Yeah. Well, they did like a, was After Justice or what was that? Yeah. They did Scars on Broadway. Oh, that's right. I mean, what does it take? Like another Armenian tragedy for them to release another album? Well, speaking of Armenian tragedy and all of that, that actually leads perfectly into uh, System of a Down's uh, Armenian heritage has often been a focal point of their music. So check it out. Uh, a new, uh, I know, Dahlia, you're a fan, a huge fan of Anthony Bourdain's show, right? I am. Parts Unknown. Fabulous. Ama- amazing show. And Anthony Bourdain on May 20th, Mark It Down. He's going to be taking a wide-angle look at the culture and history of Armenia, heavily influenced by Europe and Russia, with uh, guides musician of Armenian descent Serge Tankian oh, and historian oh, yeah. Armenian resident Richard. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce the last name, but it says they're going to be breaking bread with Tankian at a restaurant Dolmama in Yerevan. Nice during dinners with locals. And host explores the native and dis, uh, diaspora Armenian population survival and achievements against the odds. Oh, that's great! That's that great. sounds like I a really good day. People, I knew one dude 
And he was a, he was a fighter, dude. One of the sweetest fucking guys I ever met. Really serious. Oh Armenian, yeah, an Armenian, Armenian guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. Fucking nice as fuck. He was hella cool. Are so. they gonna do that show on Holy Mountains though? What do you mean? The they might. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't quite catch that, Charles. <laughs> no, I think uh, I think if they actually talk about like their survival and achievement against the odds it's gonna like wake up a lot of people to like the Armenian crisis and like what they've had to go through over the past like hundred years and uh and who knows it might actually kind of help kind of bolster the new album too or whatever they you know whatever they decide to do yeah you know that's a good point yeah um alright so fingers crossed for that I guess uh alright next up kind of big news Fleetwood Mac Longtime uh, guitarist uh, Lindsey Buckingham is out. They've uh, supposedly fired him. Uh, they say that the term may not quite fit the situation that he was fired, but basically he was. He didn't leave on his own accord. Ben, no. <laughs> no, come on. Now. Okay, okay, let's let's all guess here. Let's all guess as a group. I bet you anything it had to do with one of them sleeping with another one of them. Really? Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> you know how much drama there was with that band for the well, longest Stevie time. Well, Stevie Nicks was married to one of the members of the band back right. in the day, right? Yeah, but I don't know. I think there was some controversy there. Okay, you might have to look it up. Don't right. quote me for sure, but well, we'll you know. we'll revisit the topic next week as this has just been breaking news, basically. And here's the deal: Mike Campbell, longtime lead guitarist for Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Ooh. is going to be replacing Lindsey Buckingham. Isn't that? I think that's pretty oh, wow. awesome. We all know the history of Tom Petty and Stevie Nicks. They had an awesome history. Oh, yeah. Collaborating, yeah. all of that stuff, right? So Tom Petty, of course, recently passing away. Mike Campbell, kind of like, what am I going to do with uh, my career? This is almost just a great perfect, great thing for him, right? To what, just hop yeah. right into an amazing band that he actually has a history with the lead singer. No, there was that HBO documentary that came out recently that talked about that, right? Did you guys see that documentary? I'm not sure if I saw it. That's really good. I did not see on that. On Fleetwood yeah. Mac? No, it starts, it starts with on Tom Petty. some... No, uh, there's a whole episode on Tom Petty and Fleetwood Mac. They talk about like their relationship and like the songs they did together. Oh, right. Um, the, okay. okay. The, the whole premise behind the, the documentary... It was like Dr. Dre on one side and some other music producer that produced all of these records. Oh, all okay. of Tom Petty, Fleetwood Mac stuff, Stevie Nicks stuff. And, it, and the, the, I'll, I'll find the name oh, for the next episode. yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was huge. It was groundbreaking. I like, did see that. Awesome. And they talked about the history about being in the recording studio yeah. at, around that time. And yeah, it was a oh, crazy yeah. time for Tom Petty, too. He was taking on his record label. And yep. yeah, there was all kinds of stuff going on. So uh, also crowded house frontman Neil Finn is going to be joining uh, Fleetwood Mac for their upcoming tour as well. Uh, so there you go. That's uh, the latest shakeup with that. Uh, Tool, uh, we all know they're in the studio. They got their album coming out. Supposedly, Tool drummer Danny Carey, bassist Justin Chancellor, and guitarist Adam Jones are going to be taking part in a series of music clinics next month. They're nice. going to be giving fans a behind-the-scenes look at the music and include discussing their writing process. Would you guys go to something like that? I mean, I know. I would. Here's the thing. Oh, big time. Especially for Tool, me, I would Danny be interested Carey. in it. But think about it. Would you just see any type of musician that you're uh, interested in like I like their music but would you want to see a clinic from them I would yeah for this particular yeah. group absolutely right. I, I might oh, kill for a person yeah. for that Dahlia? but as a student yeah yeah well what is entailed in this clinic like what are they what are they doing all right well check what it out what is the agenda for it this says, clinic the event is billed as a rare immersive dissection and performance it will not include frontman Maynard James Keenan 
Although all three instrumental members of the group will perform for the audience, a traveling exhibit will be on display featuring unique items from Tool's history. It basically That's says it. that they're yeah. just going to basically yeah. kind of perform it and do a Q&A uh, kind of thing. where uh, Some creepy meat soldier is going to be in the corner like dancing, <laughs> sadly. I went to a uh, drum, drum clinic one time at Long and McQuaid in uh, Toronto. And there was a real amazing drummer that we saw, and he kind of t- answered questions from diehard drummer fans about some of his techniques. So nice. I imagine, yeah, I mean, be a kind of a as a thing. student, I would say, hit this up. Yeah, hit any clinics right. you can up. Learn, take as much as you can from any drum, anything, any type of music. Nothing on the West Coast Absolutely. as far as dates yeah, for you know, us, you unfortunately. It's all uh, East Coast stuff, but uh, still. Check that out on That's Tool's good, official though. website. It's a once uh, in a lifetime thing. Yeah, yeah pretty cool yeah. stuff. Um, okay, so check it out. Uh, what else? Guitarist uh, Jane's Addiction guitarist Dave Navarro is doing an anti-suicide concert. This is a pretty cool thing in next week in L.A. It's called Above Ground. Man, he was heavy into that suicide shit, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, he, that's pretty... I mean, yeah, that was... Yeah. kind of like some health issues for him. Yeah, that's the thing. Losing it's, his, his, he lost his mom, right? She was murdered. Well, yeah. Something like that. And he's got yeah. a lot of had, people. Had that, a lot of problems with that. He knows a lot of people in the industry is everything. He's saying uh, the event's going to be featuring appearances from some pretty cool people like Stone Sour's Corey Taylor, Courtney Love, A Perfect Circle's Billy Howardell, Dave Kushner of Velvet Revolver, Billy Idol and his guitarist Steve Stevens, Jerry Jerison from The Talking Heads and more. Uh, basically, he uh, Navarro said, quote, we lost a lot of friends this year due to mental health issues. I can't sit here and say what they did and didn't have what caused them to do or what they did. But I would say that going to Chris Cornell's funeral and seeing Chester Bennington sing a beautiful song for his friend and then Je- Chester taking his life uh, a month later yeah, that's crazy. really had a massive oh, impact wow. on me. He continued, I couldn't help but be brought back to the times that when I felt lonely myself, yeah, that absolutely. desperate, that suicidal, I just want to change the playing field and let everyone know that there are options out there. And yeah, quote. yeah. That that's, it takes a lot, man, to admit type of stuff when you grow up. And, and, right. You There's know, such a stigma. You guys probably didn't have nobody yeah. to talk to. You know, that, this right. is, that's, yep. that's something good Absolutely. Right what do you think, Dolly? I think it's an awesome thing to uh, bring suicide prevention to the table. I think it's awesome that they are all coming together and speaking about it. It was like a tragic loss, and I did not know that Chester Bennington performed at Chris Cornell's well, he funeral. Kinda, yeah, he just kind of sang a little bit, like he didn't really perform. He kind of did a little acapella thing and spoke at his funeral, and then took his own own life a month later. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully they don't just talk about it, and hopefully they they well, advertise no, some preventative techniques. And the know, show's really going to feature full performances of two classic albums: The Velvet Underground's uh, debut, 1967's debut, and Adam and the Ants' 1980 album, Kings of the Wild. So no. all those artists are going to be there for a good cause, yeah. and they're also going to perform something pretty rare. This, awesome. It's going to be Dave Navarro. I mean, yep. yeah, going through all this personally and, and doing all that. I mean, he's he's pretty been impacted pretty good by you know his own personal life and oh yeah to be out there and, and try to reach out to some of these other guys that's gonna be cool definitely yeah, sure. I think so I think they all need it I absolutely alright moving on uh, Tommy Lee have you guys heard about this uh, oh yeah and Tommy Lee and his son fighting have you heard about this sir yeah I did it this is precious alright so here's the deal Brandon uh, Tommy Lee's son allegedly hit his father during an altercation on the night of March 5th while Brandon claimed to be defending himself against his drunken father Tommy Lee disputed the tweeting, quote, My fiancé and I were in bed when my son busted into the room and assaulted me. 
I asked him to leave the house and he knocked me unconscious. He ran away from the police. That's the truth. First of all, does that all, sound like a truthful statement? Or? It sure doesn't, but all I can say is that is your blood running through that son of yours. Yeah, right. You did raise him. So all he did was act the way he acts. Yeah, right? And is he that, got what he got. Is that one of the kids he had with I'm, Pamela Lee Anderson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's it is. Kid. So he's 21 oh, now? Yes, yeah. yes. It's been that okay, long. Okay, I feel old. Oh, <laughs> Pamela, yeah. and speaking of Pamela, mad. she actually yeah. uh, shared a lengthy statement in which she called he her ex-husband a disaster spinning out of control. She chimed in on it after Tommy tried to say it was the son's I, fault. Pamela's like, no, the wait father, a minute. Son issue. He oh, yeah. it coming. He's calling out uh, his drinking. He's saying uh, that uh, my father's alcoholism is a problem. I will and have continued to cooperate with law enforcement as needed. I love my father and just want to see him sober, happy, and healthy, end quote. So... Oh, nice. I mean, that's basically what it comes I, down to. It sounds like a drunken bunch of uh, a nightmare that kind of got yeah. out of control. And- I'm surprised uh, Tommy Lee was able to tweet that. Um, I mean, it actually looks like like regular words. If <laughs> he was probably repeating it back to us right now, like in that in the you know that state of mind, it would probably sound more like my Vince and I was bed. <laughs> I know my right? son busted in the room. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Me. Crazy story. Ozzy Osbourne uh, also getting in a fender bender. Oh, I heard. Yeah, I heard about that. Was he driving? He was. I know. Well, yeah, here's the deal. He's Ozzy's given up driving. Why wouldn't he he be driving? (laughs) How dare he? He sells millions of tickets and shit. Why wouldn't he be driving? That's like Mr. Magoo on crack. (laughs) It is. Ain't nobody going (laughs) to tell me I cannot drive. That's the man. Ain't nobody going to tell me. You're fired. I would tell him that. <laughs> You're fired then. Okay, You're so fired. check it You're out. Fired, yeah. His son Jack told uh, the UK's Daily Mirror that he had a little bumper kiss on the freeway with someone and was like, you know, I don't want to drive anymore. He was already <laughs> driving less and less. I think he is that mindset that he'd rather not have the responsibility. Uh, oh, so, my God. Yeah, he was he was especially worried about possibility of facing a lawsuit, even if the damage wasn't that great. I think that's, oh my God. I think that's the real issue right there. Yeah. When you he doesn't want to be sued. Oh, I got yeah. hit by Ozzy Osbourne. Well, then, I'm going to sue him for a million dollars. Oh, yeah. Don't drive. Oh, my neck. Why oh, are you driving? I, I think, honestly, I think probably 99.9% of the time when he's not singing in front of an audience, he doesn't even know where the hell he is. I know. And, and he even, he, <laughs> the only time he does is when he's in front of an yeah, audience. Yeah. yeah. When he said, when he said, I, I don't think I'm going to drive anymore. Like, okay, so look at this. Yeah. Ozzy revealed in a 2010 interview that it took him 19 attempts to attain his driver's license in the Seriously? first place. Because he was always good because he was, quote, always drunk or something. And quote, <laughs> While trying to get his license. Uh, oh, my Give me a license. Uh, so there you and go. He still got his license. Oh yeah, well, that's the man. Okay, yeah. this was kind of a creepy thing. Chris Cornell is now the subject of this autopsy TV series. Oh yeah, I don't like that. That is Have weird. you seen the picture of this actor guy? I didn't have it on, no. my, on the on the TV screen for you guys, but uh, he looks just like him, and it's super creepy. Really? Actor oh, guy. It's on the Reels cable network, and it's some oh, UK man. thing. It's a UK company or show or whatever. And the deal hmm. is, is that now it's on. It's in Boopy. the US on the Reels cable channel, and uh, it's like supposedly it's called the Last Hours of documentary oh style God. TV that investigates the tragic, controversial sudden death of celebrities. They've done James Dean, George Harrison, George Michael, James Gandolfini, Muhammad Ali, all kinds of people. So, do you think it's too soon? Yes, definitely too that soon. Oh, yeah, what do you I think? think? Ex- ratings exploitation. 
It's not it's fans. Good. I don't want to see that. Too. It just seems, yeah, it's too soon because right now it seems creepy. I guess yeah. to me. But I'm kind of intrigued to like see what the premise of this film is. It might just like weird me out and be like, "What the hell are these people doing?" Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of where we're all at that we want to see maybe in detail about Chris's life and what led him to think that he wanted to commit suicide. But at the same time, well, it seems- I mean, like I said, I mean, the way I think about it, it goes back to look at Dave Navarro and yeah. what he went through. I mean, he should have committed suicide. As far as I'm, I mean, you know what I mean? But he, he was strong-minded. He's very, he's very strong to overcome that. That's a hard thing to do. Yeah. Whatever they got, whatever personal problems they got in their life, and, and you know what I mean, to be able to come over mm-hmm. to overcome that is, is is something pretty heavy. You know what I mean? Right. That's hard to do. It yeah, is really definitely. hard. Yeah, definitely. yeah. Some people just can't do it. I wonder well, what they had in their system, like what the autopsy report does show, like what drugs they had in their system, if any drugs in their system. It, it, no. it showed some stuff. That's his, what I was wondering. Like, are you weaning like yourself that. from that? And Fentanyl. that's the. There was some prescription medication in his uh, in his system. I can't oh. remember off the top of my head what it was, but whatever type of drug that he does, just some legal shit. Yep. Yeah. Some stuff de- that he got from a doctor. for depression or bipolar yep. Yep. or whatever it was. Hollywood once you try to wean yourself off of a, a antidepressant, oh, yeah. like it's the worst for you. you. You're like, I, off of yeah, screw this. I'm off of it. Like, yep. Then you just hit rock bottom and it's hard for your brain to get back to where it was prior to being on that. those drugs. I can see that. You become dependent on that. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And reality uh, must shift weird for you. All right, messes with the serotonin relate, in your brain. Oh, yeah. It doesn't naturally produce it anymore. It yeah. might take a long time. Shit, Dahlia, are you interested in this? Goo Goo Dolls announcing their 20th anniversary tour? Oh, Not really. No. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not 13 anymore. Well, Dizzy Up the Girl. Well, that was 1997. That was their, their uh, 19th anniversary, so 1998 well, album. I don't want the world to see me. <laughs> I don't think that they'd understand. <laughs> it had well played, Charles. Iris, I actually understood some, a joke that Charles Black just said. <laughs> All right. Well, it's out for people Everything to care. <laughs> and it goes on. All right. So what Charles guys... knows every word to a Goo Goo Dolls song. How do I know that? I don't even know how I know That's that. That's creepy, Charles. I need to go into the. I need to go in the other room and punch myself in the balls right now. Are you guys aware of how they do the uh, radius clause stuff for Coachella and other major festivals? No. no. Something I'm kind of aware of. Some. Okay, so for everybody that doesn't know, where I got it up on the screen for you guys here, uh, it's basically the organ. There's an organ festival that is suing Coachella. This Ooh. is actually going on in court right now. Over a five-state radius clause, and they're alleging anti-competitive behavior. It's a festival called Sold Out F- Music Festival. So they wanted this artist, SZA, uh, to play this year's event. They were turned down because of the radius clause, barring her from playing other West Coast dates. When uh, they reached out to Golden Voice for a waiver, the concert promoter refused. Same goes for another artist, Daniel Caesar, declined to perform at the Sold Out Music Festival because of the Coachella's radius clause. Wow. According to the alleged copy of the Radius Clause in the lawsuit, artists playing this year's festival are restricted from playing any festival or themed event in California, Nevada, Oregon, Washington, or Arizona from December 15th. If you want to see one of those badass artists at Coachella, then he needs to put that shit on lock. From December 15th to 2017 to May 7th, 2018. That's a huge gap of time. It's six months that they can't perform in any of those Anything can happen. He's just locking down his artists. Anything can happen. He's yeah. 
I mean, well, I, yeah. Yeah. you know how big Coachella is, though. The it, way they do their Coachella's lineup huge. and they release it. And the artist decided him and their and team signed. members who are backing them. They decided to sign that contract that went into that five-state radius clause. So it's going to be one hell of a lawsuit to try to fight that because they knew of that clause and they still signed the contract. So, you know, Oregon's going to be hurt over it. You know, they might just want some media exposure by trying to... Fair enough. Create some guys. sunshine law over it. But. They're, they're asking the court to throw out the radius clause agreements because they're allegedly an unlawful restraint on trade under California law, as well as claims of unfair competition and international interference. Well, what happened to the music, man? Where's the right. music? Uh, well, all this litigation. And yeah, whatnot. I know. That's crazy. Okay, it ruins it. Uh, so, on this day in rock history trivia, guys. On this day in 1982, April, uh, what is what is today? Uh, April 12th. April 12th. No. April tomorrow. 13th. April 13th. On what the, on this Friday day? Friday the 13th. In, yes. Yeah, that's right. Friday yeah. the 13th. Yeah. Awesome. So on this day, 1982, what famous musician is busted for free, bo- free basing cocaine and goes on a downward spiral that ultimately makes him sober? What does freebasing mean? That means smoking like if you had just a bunch of coke and you're smoking it like in a light bulb or yeah. uh, some kind of uh, open pipe you know, the situation. Base is. And uh, you light it with a, a flame underneath uh, and it just creates a It feels like a balloon. You kind of freebase it with a straw yeah. or... It's also when you jump off of uh, like a big cliff. Right. With like a <laughs> that's, parachute. No, that's not like what we're talking that, about here. When you're that high, that's in how your you mind. Yeah, you could be doing that in your mind. Um, I do not approve this hey, message. Let's go freebase, guys. I'm jumping out the curve. commercial. This really happened. Yeah, so what musician is busted on this day, 1982, for freebasing cocaine goes on a downward spiral? Was it A, Ozzy Osbourne, B, David Lee Roth, or C, David Crosby? Oh, I know this one. Okay. Um, it's D, Ozzy Lee Roth Crosby. <laughs> No, I know, right? it's gonna be B. Okay, guys, wait, wait, I would wager say, your guess. I would say David Lee Roth. Uh, I want to say Ozzy, but it seems too obvious. The Sergio, answer. what's what's your I guess? I said B, David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth as well. What do you what do you say, Charles? I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be like you guys. I'm gonna go with with Crosby because I just want to see what cocaine looks like in that giant mustache. <laughs> you know, I'm not even gonna lie, but Crosby <laughs> sounds like, you know, Crosby sounds like some shit. So I don't know. He he he. Pro- you know, Crosby probably if he did cocaine, he'd probably have it stuck in that mustache oh, for quite I'll, some time. I'll he tell you what, all three of these guys on this go. list did hardcore exactly. cocaine. Oh yeah, That's for sure. Ozzy, David Lee Roth, and David yeah. Crosby—they're all notorious cokeheads. Uh, yeah. Is it, is it going to be like the all of the above? No, it's not. It's one one of them. So we got David Lee Roth, David Crosby. Nobody picked Ozzy, huh? It seems too obvious of an answer. No, because look, I because the I don't man freebasing some coke. Well, well no, I don't think dude. Ozzy Osbourne ever really went truly. Hey, went if you're gonna bite a, a head oh, off a well, bat, yeah, that's I a good just, point. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, I like that. All right, Charles. Uh, I want to see David Lee Roth. David in a Crosby. Oh, right. It's so, the mustache. Da- uh, David I must Crosby. Ask you a <laughs> Here's the deal. Crosby still Charles, read, read that first little paragraph. Oh, uh, Crosby, down on his luck and in need of cash to finance his rampaging cocaine, rampaging <laughs> <laughs> mustache cocaine habit, is scheduled to play a show at the Dallas nightclub Cardi's. I'm growing my mustache out. Raid the place <laughs> and catch him backstage blatantly freebasing cocaine. <laughs> blatantly. That was the mustache. The police report like, hey, states guys. that he has a propane tank in one hand <laughs> what? What and a fuck? brown bottle in the other. 
<laughs> Police also find a 45 caliber semi-automatic pistol that he has been carrying ever since John Lennon was shot. This is the greatest news. If, if he was just dressed only like in a cock sock, it would be like the only thing to, with that giant flowing mustache in a revolver. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. It's just All right. crazy and then later, makeup. Check this out. He's, that last part though is quite a, kind of crazy. He's been carrying a 45 caliber semi-automatic pistol That's since a big John gun. Lennon was shot. And that was like a couple years ago. So he's been carrying this pistol around for a couple years. Like somebody's going to come to kill gun. me too, man. That ain't rare to me though. I know people that just carry pistols around every day. Yeah. So. All right, well, out on bail. Hey, well, hey, when you're freebasing, motherfuckers are watching you. All right, cross. <laughs> you yeah. can't see my fingers do the little quotation mark. But. Now he's just a sweet old hippie. Well, Somebody is. No, he had a, quite a downward spiral. Me. He was out on bail. His case got appealed, and he was, his addiction got worse. Uh, he got arrested again. Then he skipped bail, skipped, uh, skipped the judge, and all kinds of crazy stuff. And uh, actually did that concert for Live Aid with Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young in the middle of all of this. Yeah. He, like, somehow went to Live Aid in Africa and was able to perform in, with Crosby, Stills, and Nash, oh, Young wow. in the middle of all of this stuff. Wow. We're going to look outside right shit. now, and for he's going to be running shit. down the street high on cocaine, <laughs> yelling at invisible parrots. Uh, <laughs> with his mustache just flowing in the wind. New music. Full of cocaine. New music this week on The Garage for you guys. Make sure you tune in tomorrow night. Uh, it's going to be a great lineup. New stuff from The Damn Bullet from my Valentine. I'm going to be playing some new stuff from them, Dahlia. Uh, so you may be interested nice. in that. Car Seat Headdress, Rolling Blackouts, Coastal Fever, DMAs, The Sherlocks, Super Organism, Sloan, Ben Wright, Smith, Island, Melody's Echo Chamber, Liz Ann, Hop Along, and Belly. All artists that uh, you may or may not have heard of. Listen Tune in it. tomorrow and check it out. Uh, stream it anywhere, anytime at 1057thebear.com. Also, new music out today. Listen uh, to it or I will come find you. <laughs> uh, new stuff from Breaking Benjamin, With A Place to Bury Strangers, Harry Shearer from Spinal Tap. Uh, oh. That's the bass player from Spinal Tap. Nice. Yeah, yeah, he's got a new album out. It's called Small's Change. And it's hilarious. It's nice. uh, med- meditations upon aging. It says it's, <laughs> it's hilarious stuff. Uh, John Prine's got a new album. Juliana Hatfield, King Gizzard, and the Lizard Wizard. Gizzard. Oh, slug, higgledy piggledy. We were talking about that. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Gizzard, King, King Tough, Mouse on Mars, Slug, uh, The Damned. All new albums coming out today. So check them out. Uh, stand-up pioneer Mitzi Shore died. Oh yeah, uh, earlier yeah. yesterday she died at 87. She was the founder of the Comedy Store, which started careers from Robin Williams, Jerry yeah. Seinfeld, uh, Freddie Prince, Jay Leno, David Letterman, Chevy Chase, Sam Kinison, Andrew Dice Clay, Jim Carrey, all got major, major recognition through that store, the Comedy Store. Of course, Polly Shore's mother as well, mm-hmm. and um, she did nothing to help him. Why did she? She failed him. Oh wow! What? Why did she oh, fail her Polly. little boy? I'm not trying to. I mean, the the wound is still fresh. I'm very sorry no, to Mitzi's no, family, but Polly Shore has done nothing in the past. I know, like it's, twenty it's, years. It's crazy, right? But imagine if you've yeah. seen him now, you'd probably still pay for that shit. Oh yeah, just to see his dumb ass. The weasel, remember? Yeah, <laughs> the weasel. The weasel. <laughs> Yeah, but Mitzi Shore, yeah, uh, amazing, amazing person, a legend, yeah, yeah, amazing yeah. stuff. Um, okay, so from an amazing legend to a, a, a kind of a scumbag lately, Silicon Valley star T.J. Miller was arrested on Monday 
at LaGuardia Airport for providing false information oh, to federal agents. He called in a bomb threat on an Amtrak. Mm-hmm. Man. Okay, I have it up on the screen here, guys. Here's the deal. He called 911 saying, yeah. a, saying a fellow Amtrak passenger had a bomb in her back. When the dispatcher detected slurring in his voice, he claimed he had he was freebasing one glass yeah. of wine a day. Freebasing fentanyl. Uh, if the, he, they asked him if he suffered from mental illness, and he said, "No, absolutely not. This is the first time I've ever made a call like this before. I'm worried for everyone on that train. Yeah, someone has to check that lady out." Yeah, that's what he said. You, you know what? Honestly, he has been going downhill lately, and it's really depressing because um, so because his connect. Yeah, it, it here's seems the deal. like he's just starting to get like a break. You know, investigators stopped the train. They they listened to his his call. Right, they stopped the train. And here's the deal: when authorities interviewed a train attendant, the attendant reported that Miller appeared drunk when he boarded the train, had consumed several drinks on board the train, yeah, then had to be removed them. From the train in New York due to his intoxication. Yeah. He also noted that Miller had involved with hostile exchanges with the woman he claimed had a bomb. So he must have been arguing with this lady. He was drunk and then he called in a bomb threat. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? But you know, he said that he had only had one glass of red wine that day, and that is what a straight straight up alcoholic says. Yeah, like they don't what go are you to Yeah, about? they don't go to like I only had one shot of whiskey or like one beer today. And they always say, I only had one glass of wine. Is that is, is that trying to make you seem sophisticated? Is that what's going yes. on? Yes, yes, like must be one half after a bottle another. of whiskey and a twelve pack of Pap's Blue Ribbon and a cop pulls me over and I look like like Crosby like walking down the street and I go, I just had one glass of wine. <laughs> That's so weird. All right. Well, check it out. Someone else uh, had a bomb joke that went bad at an airport. Green Bay Packers receiver Trevor Davis was arrested on Sunday. He made a criminal threat after joking at uh, LAX. He said, okay, here's the deal. The uh, 24-year-old was checking in for his flight. He was asked standard security questions, including whether he had weapons or explosives. He then turned to his his female companion and asked if she remembered to pack the explosives. That's oh my god! Him. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was hey, trying man, exactly. Remember to pack the explosives. Yeah, he's trying to be a smartass. You're absolutely right. That's you know what? Maybe so. Even heads up, people. Don't, don't even don't even joke about that stuff. No, no way. Uh, crazy stuff. We all know Zuckerberg's been on trial this week for the first time in history. Uh, yeah, you know. Oh, you been, mean Data from Star Trek? <laughs> that's exactly that's right. A, yeah. Oh my god, I, I was loving those memes that were popping up online of uh, showing Data from Star Trek looking exactly like yeah. Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Like his big unfeeling crazy computer man alien. eyes. Uh, one one quote uh, that I took away from the whole exchange that I thought was important was when Senator Durbin asked him, "Quote." If you've messaged anybody this week, would you share the names of the people you've messaged? And Zuckerberg asked, quote, no, I would probably not choose to do that publicly here, end quote. And then Durbin went on to say, that might be what this is all about. Your right to privacy and how much you give away. Oh, burn. Burn. You know, Zuckerberg was probably like, listen, I'll take that up when I go home tonight right? and pray to 0011010. That's... That's the thing, though. I mean, that's what it's all about. Your right to privacy and how much you give away. Did you notice that? Well, you don't snitch yourself out. No. Well, he did. I mean, he did say this is my fault. No, he did. He he did snitch himself out. I would just say. He was basically trying to fall on it, like fall on the sword. He was saying, hey, hey, yeah, we screwed up here big time and blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, is that really enough where you give away all of your personal data in a way that he did? 
and and the guy was just like, hey, well, we screwed up. Yeah. Oh, my so, bad. Sorry. Yeah, my bad. He's in um, front of Cambridge two, Analytica. Yeah, he's in oh. front of two Senate committees. That's big oh, yeah. trouble okay. right here's, there. Here's the deal, too, though. The Senate committee seems like so old-timey and out of touch. Like, one of the guys clearly didn't understand how advertising works. And yeah. He's like, excuse me, Mr. Zuckerberg. How is it that no one pays for Facebook? Yeah. And he's like, well, we sell advertising. What? You're telling me that no one pays for this service you yeah. provide? What kind of... Witchcraft is this? <laughs> and it's like that's how radio works. That's how TV works. That's yeah. how all forms of advertising. But he works. he automatically got a corrective action in place. Yeah, I mean yeah. he went through all the proper steps. You yeah. know what I mean that he needed to do. Yeah, and he's, he's up and, at and a, he's playing he's, his cards right. He's doing what he needs. Yeah. That's he's what being any corporate committee. It doesn't matter. So, that's I mean, what any corporate company would do if you have a correction, a corrective action in play, and this is what you're doing to fix the problem. And what? He, that's Kappa. what he did. Corrective action, preventative action. Yep. Um, you know what? Chris is right, though. He's talking to a bunch of old men that have yeah, no idea do, what, yeah. what... I mean, they, they think the Russians Too big of a case for them. They are literal trolls. Too big of a they case. don't yeah. get it. And it's almost like they just kind of don't understand how... Well, you're assuming that the two Senate committees are older folks. There's a lot of people that are in the Senate now who are totally in the know uh, of what's going on in social media. That's debatable. Drinking I would say cake. that they're basically powering and our age yeah. or older. I would say our age or older. Right? Mm-hmm. Would you argue with that? I would not argue with that. There's nobody younger than 35 I would have Senate to do more committee. research to see who's on that Senate committee to be able to say, but I'll, oh, I'll you guys are 35. I'll save you the time. I'll save you the time. They're all over 50 years old. Well, I'm 25. Oh, yeah. You look you look not a day over 25 and a half. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, we're all Russian millennials trolls. here. Okay. Charles. Let's move on to these uh, Generation X. lighter topics yeah, here. Gonna- about staying the night in some crazy uh, places. Okay, these are two different stories here. The yeah. Queen, Queen Mary. Okay, this is in uh, California, mm-hmm. in Long Beach, all right? Yes, mm-hmm. it's like a haunted ship. Oh, yeah. So you know about it, Dolly. I do know about it because one of my previous supervisors was telling me he and his children and wife went to one. They went, like, downstairs in this cabin. They make it all dark. Would you like... Would like to read the description of this here? Check uh, it out. So, uh, uh, start I'm right 35. Here. I need glasses. Start I right need there. Glasses. All right. Officials there with the Queen Mary say that retired ocean liner will be renting out a notoriously haunted room for the first time in 30 years. Hells yes. The cruise liner, which is now a Long Beach hotel, announced stateroom B340, which has been featured on TV shows including SYFY channels, Ghost Hunters, sci-fi. and the British. Oh, Ghost Hunters. And the British. Oh, yeah. Sci-Fi. Sorry. I I, I speak an That's acronym. Okay. Don't okay. crunch your eye there, dog. Yeah, I know, right? Use the pass acronym. <laughs> I know, right? We'll be available for guests starting at $4.99 per night starting Friday, April 13th, which Let's do is it. today. Oh, let's do it, guys. Official said paranormal activity in the room has been reported as far back as the ship's okay. final ocean Am voyage devil. in 1967. So with that said, like when my previous supervisor went, he said like you can distinctly hear like a, a child's voice. That's the motherfucking devil. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. And he didn't hear it at first. That motherfucker. <laughs> he said he never heard anything at first. Like hey, they were like exploring. Yeah, thing. they were exploring this room and things like wow. that. Hey, if and you're he sick, was recording it. Yeah, and he was recording was it. Uh, that's awesome. And he shit. he didn't hear anything. He was like, whatever. This is BS. 
He said later when he went home, he played it back like the recording, and he could like distinctly hear something in the background. Wow. He's like, it freaked me out. Man, if I had a devil spirit in me, I'd be Let's chilling go. with them motherfuckers too. He okay. was Let's like, go. I didn't yeah. hear it until I played it back, and it freaked me out. Uh, supposedly, stop they, believing they say that all shit. kinds of. Let's young, go hear what David Crosby hears every <laughs> single day, <laughs> every single minute of the day. Children talking in the distance. Check it out. So uh, it's a Long Beach Hotel, uh, Queen Mary, and you guys can check that out. Just opening up today. Please uh, do it, people. Also, well, it, it, speaking of like the paranormal activity, they 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 mentioned water faucets turning off and on by themselves. Okay. Well, if there's like water that randomly runs in your house in the middle of the night or yeah. in the day or something, that supposedly is... Uh, technology. Technology no, no, or like pipes working perhaps, themselves out. Yeah. perhaps like a spirit in your house that they, they turn on no. water yeah. supposedly Probably to make not, you though. know that their presence is no. Let's put them to work. Let's get them to wash the bed. Maybe they drown that motherfucker. I don't think they care that much. I don't think the spirits care that much. I will pay them at least minimum wage to do some some pots and pans for me. (laughs) Let's move on about sleeping in space. Have Have you guys ever felt a presence? Oh, I've had. I actually had a ghost hunter come to a house that I lived in. I did. I have before. I have as well. Yeah. Chris has never felt a presence. He thinks nope. it's bullshit. <laughs> I, d- I don't necessarily think it's bullshit. He'll know when, when it you, happens when, to him. When you live a certain way, you riding with yeah. the motherfucker. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not disagreeing with you. It just hasn't happened to me. So I can't solidi- solidify Well, that's that good. Claim. I'm glad it hasn't so, happened to you. Let's agree to disagree so that we agree. I can't yeah. lie. I can't <laughs> lie. I think the devil Would you guys sleep in space? <laughs> Would you guys go up in a spaceship and sleep in space? Kelly. Mm. <laughs> for $792,000 a night, you guys Only can if I get to sleep with a sleep devil. Sleep in space. No, you can't oh. sleep with a devil. Oh. Sorry. That's uh, a David Lee Roth album. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you guys can uh, sleep in the space station in 2021. By early 2022, they're going to be hosting guests, tourists, astronauts. So they're going to open up the space station. It's not like far away. Like like uh, Monterey Bay Aquarium or something. Yeah, and it exactly. only costs $792,000 a night. That was a really bad drum roll. Man, you do that shit for millionaires. Astronaut. It's millionaires stuff, but hey, you know, people will do it. It's around the corner. That's interesting. What did they do? Orbit the Earth? Didn't JT oh, want to do that? Sh- didn't no, he want to? Just goes to a space station. Doesn't really. Well, that's like orbiting the Earth, though. Like yeah, technically, it is orbiting the Earth. I don't know. It's it says uh, like lack of oxygen okay. and <laughs> no <laughs> gravity. <laughs> Drinking food through a tube. That, I think I'm good. That reminds I'll stay me here of, on uh, Earth as long that, as it's that Arnold available. Schwarzenegger movie. Which one? Terminator? That, no. Terminator 2? Judgment Day? Fuck. What's the son of a... It's like riding the... With last, the, the last Mars one? Jesus Christ yeah, Superstar. one. But where he pulls shit out of his eye. The, the oh, Total Recall. Oh, Total Recall. Oh, Total Recall. Exactly. Yeah, three boots. Yeah. And Guado. What about it? Yeah, that's what this shit reminds Guado me. lives. Oh. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I, had a, I had a buddy who had a, when he watched his, his wife give birth, the first thing he recall. thought of was Guado. Oh. Coming, or Guado coming out of the chest. Yep. Oh. And he said it during the, he was Guado? like, it's Guado. <laughs> I had a friend, his name is uh, Eddie or Eduardo, and I'd call him Guado. Oh, nice. Nice. Interesting Just fun fact. Reason. All right, what do you guys think of people uh, not wearing uh, any shoes around public? Uh, you know, the no shirt, no shoes, no service. You know, signs that we all see everywhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. There's uh, some stuff uh, gaining steam on social media for these people called barefooters. Oh, they, they reject the idea God. that uh, going barefoot is unhealthy or un- unhygienic. 
since feet don't touch anything but the floor. Somebody run up and spray these people like you would do like a bad, <laughs> bad cat. In fact, they claim that being barefoot is healthier. No. No. There's a podiatrist weighing in on this. Matt, so I had a oh. friend that was all into this crazy shit where it's like all about the energy of the earth, right? Yeah. Right. So... They're called what do we do? We're that's barefooted, what, right? And what, what do they, they do? They put women in high heels. Oh, that's interesting. And that was his fucking, like, that was his thought on it. Huh. Here's the deal. You see that what was I'm his saying? cause like, and effect? Oh, I yeah. see. Oh. No. It's not about women in high heels, Sergio. Okay. Your friend is a special case. His name was Conspiracy. That's what he's called. Ooh, that's kind of a cool nickname. Uh, the podiatrist says, like here's the thing. It's called earthing, when, when, which you walk on barefoot on the ground outdoors and is believed to neutralize the negative mm-hmm. charges in the body mm-hmm. that can lead to aging, inflammation, and disease. Even though you're stepping on all that spit from people with hepatitis, yeah. HIV. They say that your feet all doesn't that absorbs through your feet. I'm intoxicated, I pee on the ground. Mm-hmm. No. They're saying that it doesn't, and it doesn't touch anything, so... Everything on your feet just stays on your feet. Man, that is some funk right there. I'm yeah, I don't know. They say only know. the risk only increases if there's a break in the skin. There's no way. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, once there's a break in the skin, well, you're yeah. going to be exposed to infection and Right. While walking on like cement, oh. hot ground, your skin is going to dry yeah, and crack. Oh yeah. Flintstone yeah. feet. Yeah. Ew. And then their their feet become a little flat, you know, and then they're flatter thing. <laughs> Why are we even Good talking one. about people's feet, though, right now? Uh, it's gross. It's gross. It's a topic. Okay, well, also, yeah. check over this out. On this toenail. I don't even like to be barefoot in my own house. <laughs> I know. Check out this one. Dubai is testing out smart license plates. Oh, you like this. Uh, they're going to be able to contact emergency services if there's a crash, communicate with other cars about traffic Crazy, conditions, right? display an alert if the car is stolen. The digital plates will also let fines and parking fees be automatically deducted from the owner's accounts. There, there could be yeah. obviously some privacy data. Who wants to co-sign for me? <laughs> I know. Don't don't you think that this could be a trend in America too? Though no, it will. No, I mean, no, no, no this, that seems like yeah. the way it's going. Yeah, this is the next step. I mean, smart is, license plates. Yeah. What do you think, Dahlia? Being documented. Um, I mean, if we can hunt Pokemon, right? I agree with Charles. That's what? all I have to you say. Wanna, you want to hunt Pokemon? Pokemon. So, that was agree? my cause and effect. Gotta catch them I'm all. Like conspiracy, buddy. I'm like conspiracy. Um, this okay. This this is gonna be the next thing in the U.S. This is this is gonna happen. It has like, to be. It's gonna be. Yeah. They're testing it in very rich. So and look smart, out, people. Uh, you know, populated places right now, but that seems to be the trend. So. Well, I guess my only out. thing would be like deducted from owners' accounts. So. Does your insurance pick up part of that cost? Is there a separate insurance for this Man, new license plate? Oh, smart yeah. license plate? Oh, yeah. My bank. I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. your insurance rate your insurance rate well, here's should the go deal. down considerably if you agree to have this plate. If interesting. I yeah, would imagine I like that. that the owner's accounts, you know how you get a bill from the DMV for your fees and whatever, right? Yeah. That's where this would go. And your deductible is only $5,000 a yeah. year. Yeah, so pretty crazy like stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, here's the deal. David Copperfield, magician David Copperfield. Remember David oh, Copperfield? Oh, yeah. Who yeah. could forget that? Okay, guy? so here's the thing. He's testifying today in a multi-million injury case filed by an audience member who was brain damaged at oh, a Las God. Vegas illusion that went wrong 
Gavin Cox, a former chef for British royalty, went to the MGM Hotel Casino for his birthday in 2013. He was uh, picked from the audience randomly, participated in the trick. He fell and hit his head on the way through a secret passageway, suffering a traumatic brain injury on his way to the stage. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think is going to happen to something like that, oh, right? Oh, man. You know what? Honestly, just they didn't put the red carpet out. Yep. Well, he would, ha- he would have had to sign a waiver of liability prior yep. to going on the stage. So, Do you think that's actually true, ramp. though? Not well, I why know. would he be suing them there. if that was the case? Why would this be going through court if that was the case? He got hurt on the job. He didn't sign a waiver. You were an audience member. I bought a ticket. I'm coming to see David Copperfield. Oh. He no, selects me randomly from the audience. You're excited in the moment. You're like, oh my god! I was, su- I, it's my There's birthday. There's no waiver. No one's I've coming been out drinking. with drinking. I just got picked out of the show by David Copperfield. Yeah, the producers come up, sign this. You're no. going on the show. No, 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 he doesn't no. Doesn't realize no. what he's signing. That that's not the way it works. When you watch a live ma- magician show, they pick people up. They don't sign anything. They just grab them out of the audience. You know? Okay. So, so check this out. I this mean, is crazy. Uh, at we, I was at like a big company um, dinner recently, and there was a magician that like like an awesome magician yeah and he didn't have anybody sign anything we were next to the people who actually went up and did it with him but he didn't have anybody go through any secret passageway or anything if anything this should be a wake-up call for david copperfield you should call david copperfield i'll be your legal counsel yeah. i listen, think he needs dumbass. some advice because that looks like it didn't happen that way easy peasy yep you know and i know about his i know about him making statue of liberty disappear i know how he did that oh yeah i know he did that there was like a giant circular platform underneath the audience and then it, it turned around. And so when the Statue of Liberty disappeared, they were actually just looking at the water on the other side. I swear uh, to God. I swear to God. And it probably slowly turned and it they didn't even no- notice yep. it was turning. An audience member from back then broke their silence and said it just recently and said, uh, oh, yeah, it was like we, we, we a couple of us figured it out that yeah. we were moving. But we were just so caught up in it that right. we were like, oh, my God, yeah. you know, it's the greatest, you know. But in reality, <laughs> yeah. they knew it was just like one big sham. But yeah, yeah. Wow. What a trip. Mm hmm. All right. All right. Uh, okay. So, what do you think about this? White Castle is going to be selling plant-based sliders. Oh my god! That taste and bleed Becky. like meat. It's not meat though. And you shoot in your mouth like flavor crystals. <laughs> so, all, all the bootleg snacks. <laughs> all right. So check it out. Here's, it's what plants need. Here's the deal, though. I really like this because here's the deal. The meat substitute uses 75% less water. Generates 87% less greenhouse gases and cooler and requires 95% less land than ground beef to produce. Cold as ice. And it supposedly tastes like meat. It bleeds like meat. Awesome. What's in the box? What's in the box? It's made by (laughs) biochemistry (laughs) professor Patrick (laughs) Brown, who has said the key ingredient in making it taste like meat is a protein called HEME, or H-E-M-E, which is identical down to the atom level to the heme found in red meat, yeah. but is created from soy know. by genetically modifying. Oh, oh, so let's, crave let's call meat, it though. Man. Let's let's call it soy leg hemoglobin. It's available <laughs> yeah. starting today at 140 White Castles in, on the East Coast. I, I think that's super dope. I think that's super dope. So if if I mean. It's environmentally they're, they're friendly, like hey, What's hey, Lake hey, they shouldn't have said Google shit. what is Lake Hemoglobin. Oh, that was my nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, Lake Hemoglobin. <laughs> uh, okay, last topic of the night. 
What's a sign that someone was raised right? Oh, I like A it. Reddit thread started yesterday that asked, what's a sign to you that someone was raised right? Some of the replies included something as minor as saying thank you for the meal, holding a door open, kind to a waiter, don't leave trash behind at a concert, mm-hmm. people that wave at you when you give them uh, space to merge, turn in front of you. What do you guys think if you had to each choose a thing that something that happens in your day-to-day life or maybe uh, in an extra Well, my mama said. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you think? But like uh, when you see some stranger you're say, and you're sir. like, oh, that dude was raised right. No, well, I was always taught as, for me personally, if I brought like a girlfriend over or somebody is, it was, if, if, if somebody came, if she came like right away and just started helping clean up, pick up and after you guys, like after dinner or whatever, yeah. and I would be like, that's somebody that just, you know, that's, that's somebody that's good. That's the one. That's not what I thought you were going to say. No, that's. Well, I thought you were gonna say I'm if a they, changed man. No, I thought you were gonna say uh, if they were raised right, when they dropped trowel, they had a permanent imprint of a of a hand on their ass. <laughs> only, there you go. Then you're raised right. That's the only one that come to my house. Oh man, Dahlia, what do you think when you see somebody, a guy or a girl, out in society, and you're like, oh wow, somebody must have raised them right? What do you What do you think? Well, when they're respectful, one well, proper manners. Yeah, obviously. proper manners, manners, definitely. Like, thank you for the meal. Thank, Thank you. you. Please. Polite You're manners, welcome. I think that is a yes, sign of being ma'am. raised right. raised correctly. A good work ethic is number one for me because a lot of time there's this sense of entitlement. And I'm like, is that like not being raised right? Were you raised by your television? Yeah. So a work ethic, wanting mm-hmm. to take initiative on whatever it is in life. So I guess initiative would be someone who's well right. how can you identify that it just i guess th- th- this is meant it's to a be broad, like, that was a very broad yeah that's kind of like if you get in depth with someone but i'm just saying like day-to-day stuff like when i see someone hold the door for someone yeah they were raised right mm-hmm. at least they they've instilled the basic courtesy of holding a door for mm-hmm. someone okay because i see i can't tell you how many people i see that don't do that and don't understand the way right and when i see people like burp in public or um, chew with their, chew, mouth, chew open. With their mouth open. Oh, that's that's horrible. Uh, that's you know, horrifying. lick their fingers and things yeah. like oh, that, yeah. like in public. Yeah. It's like I can't stand the mouth chewing shit. So, yeah, I mean, the open that, mouth. That's chewing. the kind oh, of stuff that drives me crazy. That I'm like, you guys were not raised right, you know. Yeah. Obviously, you know what? You know what? This fun fact about me: I still say thank you, sir, and thank you, ma'am. Right. I still oh, do that I, all the time. Thank I you, please, well. are yeah. always magic words. And you know, I think that's we were all raised right, apparently. If we all think well, I guess even if I say screw you, I'll say screw you, sir. <laughs> screw you, ma'am. <laughs> Got to be polite. Uh, good stuff. It's not what you say; it's how you say exactly. it. Exactly. There you go. Yep. Great way to end the episode. It's not, uh, you know, it's it's we and we appreciate you guys tuning in every week and uh, you know, tuning into what we what we create for you guys every week. We definitely appreciate it. And you can always stream us anywhere, anytime. TheGarageRockShow.com. 1057thebear.com. Tune in tomorrow for all of our great music that we're going to be featuring this week. Nothing but new tracks off the Rock and Alternative Specialty Charts. Thank you guys, everybody, for joining us for another week. Mm-hmm. Dahlia, Charles. Cinnamon Sticks Thank and you. Biscuits. Sergio. <laughs> we out. Peace. All right. We'll see you guys next week.